Now it's official. Kiwi, Ra- Kiwi Rail is pulling the plug on its electric ferries and is now having to backpedal out of its agreement with its Korean shipbuilders. The operator, the Inter-Islander, still held out hope the project could be rescued or at least somewhat salvaged after the government turned down its request for an additional $1.47 billion for port infrastructure. Kiwi Rail CEO Peter Reddy joins me now. Peter, you must be gutted about this. Good afternoon. Oh, look, um, it, it's been a long time uh, in gestation, but look, you know, the, the government made the decision quite clear at the end of the last year, but there, there was no further funding for the project, so um, it's, it's not a surprise. We've been working through options with a number of stakeholders, including government, so uh, we respect the government's decision. We move on. Now it's about the future. And what's happened in those two months since that government announcement? Because there was a glimmer of hope, wasn't there, that some sort of deal could go through? Well, the first thing we had to do when, obviously, there was a decision late last year, just before Christmas, of no further funding, the first thing we focused on was the wind-down, uh, which the government directed us to do, and that focused on the terminals. That focused on, you know, circa you know, 300 people in New Zealand working on that, and we've been working through that wind-out uh, with our contractors and, and all the work that goes on. The second thing we've had to do when we came back uh, from Christmas was look at the ship contract, which is very separate, um, we contacted Hyundai before Christmas to let them know that the government had made the decision, no further funding. They asked us to come and visit them, and, and we did, you know, early January. We've got a very strong relationship and partnership with Hyundai. So they asked us to come over and spend time with them and, and explain why and also work through options. So, yes, um, you know, we were working through, well, what other options were there in terms of, you know, um, least risk, least cost, really, and... Um, but as, as the government said today, and, and they've obviously said in their media statements, that they didn't see the best use of taxpayer option was to build and, and sell ships. They prefer to, to terminate and exit now. So that's what we're doing. What were some of those options that you couldn't quite get over the line with Hyundai? Well, you know, the, the, a number of options we set on, on the table, which was, you know, terminal cost was the big issue. Was there an opportunity to reduce terminal costs? We worked through that. In terms of the options, there's always options of do we look for second-hand ships? Do we look to build and sell it? You know, could, the, could we save taxpayer money by doing that? Uh, but from a risk perspective, um, you know, the government's been quite clear. They, they, did, they saw it as being a high risk of, of doing that, um, and that's fine. We respect, we respect that decision. Hey, $551 million, that was a bargain price in 2021 to build these ferries. That can't be matched now, can it? No, if you had to buy those two ferries now, you'd be paying a lot more than that. Um, but, uh, you know, that's now, as we go through, uh, that was a fixed-price contract. So as we now go through and terminate uh, the contract, uh, there's about 80 suppliers involved with Hyundai. They'll be looking to now terminate with their supplies and their componentry uh, and obviously stop the, the, the further building construction of these two ships. How much has been spent on all this so far? It's gone on over a number of years, and there's been trips, like you say, to Hyundai as well. Yeah, well, look, we're, you know, that's a that's a minimum cost. There's about uh, about circa 400 million spent to the end of December, and and you can divide that into three buckets if you like. There's the ships program; it's about 90. So that's all the design work that's gone on, etc. Um, plus the the deposit we had to put down. Then there's the second bucket, the terminals. That's circa 300 million. So that covers all the design, the consenting. It's fully consented, all the enabling works, etc. And then there's about 
20, 30 million of, of overall program management, which is all of our operational teams we've, we've been getting in place. So, yeah, about, about 400 to 420 million to date. And what do we have out of all that? Well, um, you don't have two ships, but you obviously have. Uh, uh, look, if you look at Picton now, there's a new terminal building, covered passenger uh, walkways. There's new passenger marshalling yards and facilities for passengers. There's a couple of new commercial jetties I had a look at before Christmas. Uh, we've moved all the rental car kiosks in, in Picton. We've got a new tourist hub. Um, we've upgraded the culvert in Picton, which obviously uh, manages increased water flow. Um, the Dublin Street, and if you go to Picton, there's a new underground services. We've relocated uh, work for a, for a future overbridge that potentially will be will be completed. So. There's a lot of enablement. There's a bit there, Peter. Sorry, sorry to interrupt as we, we have to go soon, but can I quickly ask you, your representatives met with Wayne Brown, the Auckland Mayor, this afternoon about the train cancellations in Auckland. What were you told by Mr Brown? Look, we had a very positive meeting. That's up for the Mayor to communicate. It was his meeting. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it was about an integrated session with uh, Auckland Transport, ourselves, and Auckland uh, One Rail, uh, we've spent a good hour, a good outcomes. We've agreed to come back next week. Uh, we've all got uh, programs and work we're going through to improve the service for commuters. So, but we all agreed to, you know, to let let the mayor uh, communicate that. Thank you. That's Kiwi Rail CEO Peter Reedy.